This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, and bring it. Uh, bring up whatever you'd like as we kick off another edition of the Saturday Show. We are here live, and we will take your calls about anything. It's Free Talk Live, of course. That's the point of the program. And joining you tonight, as always, it's Ian. And Mark. Once again, the number, 800-259-9231. We invite you also to our website, where you will find a variety of different features, and you'll find that they're completely free. Main feature actually allows you to control the content of the site. Everything you see on the front page has been promoted there by other listeners. So you can submit something that you find interesting on the web. It comes up in our upcoming stories queue. And then uh, you can vote on what you like or dislike, and others will vote as well. And the most voted up make it to the front page and the top of the website at Free Talk Live. Dot com. Of course, we uh, will take your calls about anything. Once again, that number, 800-259-9231. To start things out, go to a little international news, Mark, uh, from the Great Britain, I yep. believe. Yep. They've got, the, of course, the government health care there, the one uh, single-payer system, as it's been called. Uh, monopoly health care might be another way to put it. Yeah, government-run uh, health care services. And of course, a lot of people in this country are kind of chomping at the bit to bring a program like that here because, well, I mean, you look at the cost of health care and you, it's very expensive. Uh, now, of course, there are reasons for that. We can get into that here in a moment. But you look at the cost of health care just kind of on a surface level, and I think most people don't take – they don't really think beyond the surface on uh, a lot of issues. So they look at the cost of health care and they say, oh, wow, that's really expensive. Sure would be nice if that was free. Of course, it's not really free. It's really being paid right. for if by you, tax dollars. <laughs> if you think it's expensive now, just wait until it's free. Yeah. So there's uh, there are lots of ins and outs of this. But it's it's instructive to look at other countries that are doing this government-run healthcare system and see just how things are working out for them. And over in Great Britain, uh, they are doing it there and in a number of other countries as well. Of course, we've heard plenty of horror stories from people in Canada who have, uh, for instance, had some sort of an issue and uh, some kind of a health issue and they've been diagnosed. Of course, they have to wait for a while before they'll even see the specialist who can diagnose them. And then if the specialist decides that something should be done, and they go on another waiting list, and hopefully they'll Most still be alive. Most of them just come to America and get it fixed. If they can afford to come to America and get it fixed. Yeah, but you don't really hear news stories about those people. You know, poor people, whatever. Wait, I don't understand what you're saying. I'm saying that no one, you know, the, the government doesn't care, and the newspapers don't care about poor people not getting health care. Well, I don't know if that's true. I think that some people. Then why care don't about they report that. it more often? I don't know, Mark. I don't live in because they don't care Canada, and I don't live near one of the border. I'm just go out areas. on a limb. I'm going out on a limb, man. So anyway, my point being that uh, in other countries, you know, we can uh, we can take a look and see exactly how things operate. And usually what you end up seeing is that there's a lot of waiting for, for people with problems that uh, in, in many cases they'll die while they wait and or the tumor will get larger while they wait uh, or whatever the situation is. It's it's got time to get worse. Uh, and of course, people uh, were told, "Well, you know, hey, it's it's free, so whatever. Why are you complaining?" Yeah, sure. And you know, if if you think it's hard to sue a hospital, try to sue the government. Yeah, exactly. So, what happened over in the UK? Well, this one, it um, and because it's an it's a news story because it was not a poor person. As a matter of fact, it was. Um, this is from DailyMail.co.uk and um, <clears throat> by a Daily Mail reporter. Former NHS director, that's the National Health Service, dies after operation is canceled four times at her own hospital. Mm. 
A former NHS director died after waiting for nine months for an operation at her own hospital. Margaret Hitchin, a former mayor also, had uh, been waiting since this is uh, she was an elected official for 30 years, Hmm. had been waiting since June for a follow up stomach operation at Bloomfield Hospital in Clemsford, Essex. But her appointments wow. to go under the knife were canceled four times, and she was had barely regained consciousness after finally having surgery. Her devastated husband, Jim, is now demanding answers from Mid-Essex Hospital Services NHS Trust, the organization where his wife had served as a non-executive member of the board of directors. He said, I don't really know why she died. I didn't get a reason from the hospital. We all want to know for um, just for closure reasons. She got weaker and weaker as she as she waited and operations were put off. Mr. Hutchin of Great Badow, Essex, said his wife, 72, had initially undergone major st- stomach surgery last June. But the follow up procedures were repeatedly abandoned. The former mayor remained at the hospital for months, but her family feared she was becoming institutionalized and decided mm. to bring her home until an operation was to certainty. Mr. Hutchins, 71, said the case had been referred to the coroner because of the long time that it has taken. And in some ways, he would like the coroner to order a postmortem. The pensioner said his wife had been left very weak before her operation because she was unable to take in nutrients. It was a stomach problem, after all. Mm. From July to October, there was talk of another operation. And then between November and December, there were three or four post uh, postponements, and she was becoming so institutionalized, we decided to get her home until an operation was certain. It was a blessing because although neither of us could have guessed it, it gave us the last month together. Hmm. Nevertheless, she was unable to take proper nourishment and went into the operation so. on the better side of a low state. She was very weak. Miss Hutchins was well known for her and respected for serving in local government for the past 30 years, and she became the mayor of Clemsford in 2006. Mike Hickory, a local liberal Democrat counselor, liberal Democrats are not the same thing in England as they are here, said, we are stunned to hear that she died after the uh, operation. There were constant delays she had to endure before surgery. We were given the very sad news, and as word spread, it threw a pall over the civic dinner. Margaret was very much loved and respected in this town. Well, it wasn't the... She never had the operation. She had one operation a while back, and then they kept her on hold for the follow-up, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, this is the former director of this hospital. Am That's I correct. Am I clear on that? Yeah, former director of this hospital and the, the, the local um, NHS director. You know, we've seen stories over the years of how certain people seem to get better treatment than others. And it would seem like, like in these government-run healthcare systems, you'd think they would Some at least— Some animals are more equal than others, right? Well, you'd think at least they would take care of their own. Yeah. I mean, this is really a black eye for them. This is how the the competence diminishes. And I I don't think there's anybody out there that's going to claim that the government is better than the free market at really anything. Um, Mm. And if they are, please call in. Let let us know what it is because I'd really be interested. And so people who are left to government health care are going to be left with a diminishing sort of healthcare system. It's going to go down, down, down over time. It's true. It doesn't have innovation. People don't have the same market motivations that they do in a free market. And not, not to say the United States is a free market. No. It's a long shot. As a matter of fact, it's mostly the problems, socialist. Yeah, the problems we have in this in this country with our healthcare system are largely caused by government intervention. More than fifty cents on every healthcare dollar are spent by the government. You can't tell me that's it's half. A single-payer system. Mm -hmm. And, by the way, 
the world will come uh, – the, the whole medical industry will come crashing down if the United States decides to go socialized. The reason I being, don't know if that's true. I'm, t- I'm going to tell you why. The reason being is is that um, that at this point all the R and D and I don't mean the money but the you know what the research and development but it's sort of the money to do R and D comes from this country because mm. elsewhere other countries negotiate all of Canada negotiates with drug companies in order to to get what they pay that's why we pay so much more for drugs in this country mm-hmm. so if they don't if these drug companies and these um, medical Equipment manufacturers don't have those extra dollars that they get from the United States for from our healthcare dollars. Then what? Where's the innovation going to come from? I don't know, Mark. I mean, are you telling me that there's no other marketplace in the the entire world that has not been completely socialized? Besides Places where the they US? use like sticks, bugs, and leeches to fix things. Yes, hmm. they have those. Wow. I don't know. I would love to hear your thoughts at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Is this really what you want for this country? If if you are one of those people that supports the government running health care, I mean, look at this. They didn't even take care of their own former director, somebody who for decades of her life spent in so-called service with the government, somebody who... They should have been just taken care of. I mean, at the very bare minimum, you'd think they would take care of their own. But no, they left this woman to die. 1-800- what are they doing to the average person? Right. 800-259-9231. That's the only reason you s- there was a news story about this. is yep. because she's a really unusual patient. What about the usual patients? How are they being treated? And what is your what have your experiences been if you've had uh, to experience unfortunately these other healthcare systems around the world 800-259-9231 Liberty Maniacs is the largest online liberty brand featured the most comprehensive selection of original posters stickers apparel embroidered hats and over 100 different products from around the world from hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary Liberty Maniacs is devoted to outfitting the liberty movement with intelligent eye-catching and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to liberty Best of all, Liberty Maniacs offers a no-hassle money-back guarantee on all products. LibertyManiacs.com. Wear something worth saying. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of these airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything that might happen to be on your mind at 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there completely free. Uh, So head over there and enjoy those. Again, uh, archives are available, by the way. Lots of them going all the way back to late 2006. All of it free for you at freetalklive.com. How does cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda from... With Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me. This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event's what you want to make of it. There'll certainly be some speeches and a debate, but the boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, a miniature golf, and a whole bunch more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November, but you need to reserve your berth now. We've secured as uh, more rooms, but we can't promise anything until after April the 17th. Rooms are as low as about $600 double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today, cruise.freetalklive.com. All right, so uh, we t- started out talking about this healthcare story, but you don't have to talk about what we're uh, bringing up here on Free Talk Live. You can take a, uh, take control of the airwaves. And by the way, I want to welcome our brand new affiliate uh, listeners to News Radio 560 WGAN in Portland, Maine, like Catherine. Uh, listening in Portland to WGAN. Catherine, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. 
Catherine? Hi, guys. Hey. First time I've heard you. Welcome. And I am absolutely shocked. Shocked? Why? <laughs> you got. We're on the same date here, right? April 9th, 2011? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. You guys are talking about health care in England, what everybody else was talking about over a year ago. The Middle East is on fire. We have a president who is either permanently on campaign mode, permanently on vacation. We have borders that are open. We have the Muslim Brotherhood. We have George Soros trying to take down our currency with the Fed. And you're talking about health care in England? So why don't you what pick one? Problem? Why don't you pick one, Catherine? Because we've talked about all of those things in the past. Yeah, so we, we try not to, to do the same thing that other shows do. And, you know, there's, there's really not much that I can do about those particular things. But if you want to talk about one of those, feel free. Yeah, pick one and go ahead to get into your thoughts. Let's talk about one thing sure. that people can do. Let's talk about hyperinflation and food preparation. Food preparation. Let's talk about people storing food. Let's okay. talk about the dollar devaluing. Yeah, we so talked quickly. about that actually last night on this program. I, I know you don't get the uh, the weekday show there in Portland, but uh, we talked about how the price of silver hit $40, uh, over $40 yesterday, I believe it was. It was almost 41 actually. Yeah, and uh, you know that's obviously a, a, a decent way to protect yourself against something like hyperinflation is by uh, you know buying yourself some gold and silver and such. And you know, storing food is never a bad idea either. Oh, my goodness. I just, um, I'm sorry. I'm just, first time I heard you guys, and you're talking about health care in England, things that we were listening to one and two years ago, it's just shocking. And if you normally have a more varied menu, I look forward to hearing it. But okay, great. So you don't think health care is an issue? You, you think that, you think I that think health care is a real issue. I think the $105 billion that was hidden within health care for them to fund the structure of it, unbeknownst to us, is a huge issue. I think defunding it is something we drastically need to do. There's a lot of problems, but... Don't you think England, people should know? I'm sorry. Don't you think people should know? Maybe, maybe most people aren't like you, Catherine, and they don't listen to every single talk show that's on the radio all day, all night. I don't know what your talk radio listening habits are, but you seem to be somebody who's a, maybe a, ju- a junkie for talk radio, oh, perhaps. Um, maybe, you know, is it possible that folks may not know what the consequences of uh, government-run health care are? Or do you think everybody's, like, down with that at this point? <sighs> I don't know. Okay. Well, if thank you. For... Don't know at this point. I guess they don't want to know. Well, well I don't know if that's true. It, it, uh, there are always people new have people. To be educated. We have more people on food stamps right now than we've ever had in the history of the United States. And to me, when you see families, over forty million. Yep. When you see families on food stamps, to me, the next logical step that those people are going to take is they're going to get sick and. At this point, the government's feeding them. They're going to probably want the government to give them health care. It's important to me to chip away at the foundations of these things before people start going, uh, you know, start building on top of them. Thanks for the call tonight, Catherine. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. You know, we can't make everybody happy with the topics that we choose on this program, and I don't expect to, but that is why it is an open phone show, and you can bring up whatever you'd like. It's not like it's every day that... A Nash, uh, that a uh, a director of the National Healthcare Service in uh, one of the English-speaking countries around the world yeah. dies due to the poor service of said healthcare system. 
usually those healthcare systems take care of their own or their own come to the United States in order to get service. So I think you have to uh, make hay when the sun shines to some extent. Yeah. I mean, what else are we going to say about the Middle East? We've talked plenty yeah. about that. What else do you say about it? More <laughs> I mean, fighting. The, the, the U.S. government keeps getting involved in wars. and They the, like wars. Uh, and the, the bills. And therefore, For some. Uh, they, they upset people. They kill uh, innocent people and that upsets people and that creates more terrorism and that creates more threat of violence uh, against people in the United States and so therefore it gives the government more of an excuse to continue to warmonger and it just creates this cycle of uh, blowback and continuous escalation that we apparently are trapped in. It's the circle of death. Let's go to Thomas listening to WSCFM in Charleston, South Carolina. Hello, Thomas. Uh, yes, sir. I lived in uh, I lived in France for the last four years and I, I have experienced the uh, social medicine there. And I think it's a better system than what, than what we're using now. Is that right? Now, why is that? Why do you say that? What's your experience? Because they, they basically run it like a giant H, a national HMO. And why is that, why is it, that better? Well, if, if everybody wants it run like a private corporation, uh, Humana runs, uh, runs an HMO. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't understand what the, what, why it's so bad for a uh, country to run it that way. Well, well how about freedom? We, how about the the freedom to uh, to choose? But you did. They did. The French people have uh, freedom to choose. They have a private health care system that runs alongside the oh, is that uh, right? government health care system. And yes. and how much more expensive is the you know how how, how expensive is that private health care system? The private health care system yeah. is uh, well, if you have uh, if you have uh, a company mutual, like most most of the people work there, they have a company mutual with their. Uh, that they can buy to supplement the government will reimburse you for part of your payment to the private health care uh, provider. And then your mutual will pay the other percentage and some comes out of your pocket. Now, you since you said I'm free route. to choose, does that mean I'm also free to choose to not pay for the government health care system? No. Oh, you're okay. You're not free to choose that. But you get a reimbursement from them for towards your uh, private. How much is know? it? What's the reimbursement well, difference? Uh, about they pay about eighty percent of what your uh, of what your cost is to a private healthcare. So, do most of the people use the public healthcare system? A lot of people do use the uh, public healthcare system, but they're uh, they're you have to realize too that they're um, that uh, their system is set up so that they don't ever have to really uh, it, it, the social the tax comes out of your out of your pay, and then, you know, they don't pay as much income tax, but they pay more social tax. What's the social so, tax? Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, well, the social, what I pay, what I paid uh, typically per month was 17, uh, about 1,700 euros per month out of my paycheck went to the social Isn't tax. Isn't a euro more than a dollar? Yeah, but I made, I made, uh, you know, my base pay was in the, uh, was around uh, 65,000 euros per year. Thomas, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Your experiences are welcome. It's Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9. Another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at Ruger.com slash LC9. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. It's a live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Uh, All the features that we give you there are free. We've got the bulletin board system as one of those features. You can go to bbs.freetalklive.com to get interactive with other listeners of this program, bbs.freetalklive.com. And uh, since we mentioned silver earlier, there are easy ways for you to get your hands on silver. Yeah, lots of people, you know, uh, talk radio is is just full of ads for buying gold. And I don't think gold's a bad place to put your money right now. I do think that silver's doing better, though. And you can go to gold.freetalklive.com or silver.freetalklive.com. They both go to the same place. And you can look at some coins that I've handpicked in order to make it easy for you to comparison shop around the Internet and call some of these companies. I think that's important. I think you'll get find some of the best rates on gold and silver at gold.freetalklive.com. It's a it, whether you want it for a hedge against inflation or investment or barter currency. It's gold.freetalklive.com. All right, toll free number again eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We'll continue with your calls in a moment, but I wanted to make sure we could address some of the points that Thomas had brought up. Now, Thomas said he lived in France for a long time and uh, that he just thought that the system there was absolutely super business in comparison to the United States. And as we pointed out, this is not a show where you're going to hear a defense of the U.S. system. This system that uh, that exists, the healthcare system in the U.S., sucks. But it's not as bad as if it were run fully by the government. This one's run for a good portion as far as the amount of the money that's being spent, the regulations that are placed upon the industry, significantly by the government. The government is very, very much uh, in charge of the healthcare business in this country. However, it's not fully in charge. And I'm glad to hear that France does have a private system. That's nice to know. But it's essentially something that is only going to be like private schools in this country are really only going to be something for the most... I don't know upper middle class wealthy types to well, uh, to afford. In this case, um, you'll, what you'll find what the difference is though the private schools will not compensate you when you send your kid to a uh, excuse me pr- public schools will not compensate you when you send your kid to a private school. That's true. And Francis system does that. You know, I I think that it's very interesting, and I'm glad it worked for him. I think that there's a couple of things that are, um, you know, I always see young people defending socialized health care. Mm-hmm. Young people heal faster. They generally don't need the same kind of health care. Um, mostly what the, the illness that they deal with is pregnancy. Um, and so, yeah. You know, some some broken bones, things like that. So they you know, these hospitals can be pretty good at dealing with those things. It's the older folks that are no longer paying into the system that I always feel like there's a a sick kind of backdoor eugenics going on here. Well, there's actually some level, I think, of evidence for that, because older people aren't paying into the system for the most part. Most older folks retired. They're done. They're not working. They're not actively you know, paying taxes like their younger counterparts are. And so, therefore, the system has an incentive to take care of younger patients more so than take care of elderly patients. Because if you schedule the younger patients first as far as who needs surgery and such – then those people can get back out and they can, like you say, heal quicker and they can get back out into the world and they can start earning more money to pay taxes with. Whereas if you fix the older person, well, they're just going to get back out and not earn any more money and then they're going to get sick again and something else is going to happen to them. Right. And so old people die, unfortunately. And, um, you know, the, so the system doesn't have the same incentives. The also the other thing is, remember, France's economy is about the size, a little smaller than California. 
That's one of our 50 states. And it doesn't address the issue that I brought up earlier, which is that currently the United States is like the cash cow for research and development in the medical industry, whether it's pharmaceuticals or medical equipment. Where are they going to get these when when you have whole nations negotiating with these companies they just don't have they have much more negotiating power the companies can't uh you know negotiate against them they can always raise the prices on americans well what happens when they can no longer do that i'm not saying that americans should should be paying the uh the world's health care bill but that's how it is now what i think should happen is in fact the united states government should get out of health care in the united states and then maybe we can show people how much cheaper it could be Sure could, There's, like um, all the other products and services that are re- relatively unregulated, like computer parts, for instance. If you uh, Google the impossible healthcare solution, you will see what if you if you took what it costs in 1950 to go to the hospital, give birth, and you extrapolated that out in real dollars, it'd be about five hundred and fifty dollars today. All the rest of it, that's it's just paperwork and busy work mm-hmm. the government puts on these hospitals. Sorry to say, that's what it would be. So to get back to the point that, that, that I'd made, Mark, about the, the fact that, okay, yeah, France does have these private hospitals and private uh, options, which is good uh, because it does give people choice as opposed to forcing them to, uh, to deal with this monopoly provider known as the government. That's good, but uh, it still hurts the poor. I mean, okay, great. I'm glad that the government is essentially giving vouchers, right? I mean, isn't that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's pretty uh, much what it is. Right, it, it, kind of equivalent to the school voucher. Okay, you send your kids to the private school. In some states or in some areas, there's a government program that will essentially cut you this voucher in order to, to do that. Uh, and that's good, but it still doesn't really mean that uh, the average poor person can still afford to send their kid to a private school. Uh, poor people aren't paying as much in taxes as uh, as rich people are, and so therefore they don't have a lot into the system in order to get back. I suppose they could be subsidized uh, by the rich people, but why would the system want to send those folks into the private system? They, they can't afford likely to pay that bill on their own, and the system isn't going to pay the bill 100%. So they're still disincentivized from using the private care. Poor people who, who don't have the money to, you know, to buy the private care on their own are still disincentivized because even with the government's uh, assistance, it's not very likely that they can still foot the 20% or the 30% of that private health care bill because when you don't have a free market in whatever, whether we're talking about healthcare, education, when you don't have a free market, when you do have this government monopoly provider out there, it really skews the marketplace. It makes it so that uh, people are likely to go with the government option because it's perceived of as free. And so therefore, there is a lot less uh, demand in the marketplace for those market private care services and because there's not much demand there's not a whole lot of you know there's not going to be a lot of supplies result there's not going to be a lot of uh, competition to bring prices down and innovation so it's likely that those private services are very very expensive in the same way that a number of private schools uh, you know are very very expensive did which, you hear the tax number that he was talking about he 1700 euros per month for that's the what he said it was a, a phenomenal tax. I'm wondering whether or not that was annual he's I, I don't know he said it was per month well, the, if I'm recalling I, correctly yeah, that's what he said and that was just the social tax. Then there's also another, t- like an number. income tax of some sort, uh, on top of that. So your your experience. Yeah, if you think are the government's welcome. good at handling things, you know, I, I think that people should, uh, you know, by all means, let the government handle healthcare for people who want it. But I don't want to participate. Right. That's right. My real problem. And I asked the caller, you know, would I have the freedom to, since you're talking about choice, would I have the freedom to choose not to participate? Right. And that's what the government and of is. Not. The government's an agency. 
that will uh, you know taser you, steal your house, or throw you in jail if you say no thank you. Yeah, I don't want your services. So, and I don't appreciate being forced into them. Let's talk to Megan, listening from Canada, where they do have nationalized health care. Uh, Megan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, Ian and Mark. How are you doing? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight? Good, good. I just wanted to say I'm a long-time listener, um, and I wanted to talk about healthcare, of course. Please. And uh, one, one of the things I wanted to talk about is uh, my mother was uh, the administrator to the small town uh, clinic where I'm from. It's a very, very small town. And when I grew up, when I had a problem, I could go see the doctor whenever I wanted, like not right away, but within a few hours because there was only one doctor and stuff. When I moved to the big city and I didn't have that kind of leeway because my mother could schedule or call the doctor any time, I learned a very valuable lesson on how healthcare works in, in, uh, in Canada, hmm. which is... Tell us. Very well. It's just slow. You you can't you can't. Um, for example, if you have a normal family doctor and he can't schedule you in, and it's an emergency, but you're not too sure how badly of an emergency is, you have to and you want to go to a clinic or a hospital. Your family doctor gets fined and. In, and they're just very upset about that because you didn't go see them, but they want you to wait a week because they can't schedule you in. That's- Megan, can you stick with us and uh, tell us more of your experiences? Yep. Hang on. More with Megan here in a moment at 800-259-9231. One important question I have here, and I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm, I already know, but Megan will know for sure, is I don't believe they have private options in Canada. I think they've been trying to get them. But I think that it's all uh, nationalized. Like, there are no private choices, like there are in France, apparently. More coming up at 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me, Mark Edge? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey, this November. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're about $600 double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. They're completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. We've got things like our mobile site. You've got a smartphone. You want to get quick access to our live streams and podcasts, go to m.freetalklive.com. M is in mobile.freetalklive.com. And since we're talking about healthcare, Mark. Yeah, well, we've been talking about how the United States uh, has to, people in the United States have to bear the, uh, the, the brunt of the world's health care costs because, well, most of the other westernized industrial nations out there, they already have some kind of socialized health care system. So if you want to avoid that, you can go to meds.freetalklive.com because we've teamed up with discount prescription services in order to get you your meds at discounts as high as 70% off. They go to pharmacies around the world, whether it's New Zealand, Canada, and I believe they've got them in India too. Discount prescription services, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll talk to you about your prescriptions. They'll tell you what you need to do, and their customer service is excellent. They do all kinds of testing in order to make sure that their, their medications aren't counterfeits and you're getting the, the best quality you can. Go to meds.freetalklive.com, whether it's for your heart medication or your uh, – whether it, you know Viagra, your Cialis uh, uh, 
prescription, even your birth control prescription, or perhaps uh, some kind of antidepressant meds. It's meds.freetalklive.com. All right, as we continue here, Megan is with us listening in Canada. Megan, was I correct about uh, my supposition regarding Canadian health care? Well, I would say in somewhat correct and somewhat incorrect. Um, I actually work in the private medical insurance uh, company here. And some of the things we cover are drugs, paramedicals, such as chiropractors and naturopaths, mm-hmm. uh, ambulance fees. But as far uh, as hosp- doctors, is, are hosp- there any private doctors in Canada? I would say yes. Really? Yes. Um, for example, you can go see a naturopath, but they can also be an MD at the same time. So they can uh, prescribe you any kind of medication that you want. Uh, and you're going to be paying top dollar for that, and that's a way to get around it because I see receipts for that all the time. Gotcha. Yeah, because huh, I remember reading a story, and maybe they've have they changed the rules at all recently, or has that just always been a workaround? Because it sounds like a workaround. Yeah, because I remember reading a story where you know, there are some doctors that just can't stand this uh, this national healthcare system, and they would like to offer private services to patients, but they're just prohibited from doing so. You're saying if you're a naturopath, then you can kind of get away with it. Um, sometimes, yeah, you can, but uh, there are lots of workarounds. Um, uh, like I said, a lot of things you have to pay for, um, and that's the biggest problem I find with the uh, the healthcare that we have. Because as you're young, you think you're invincible; something mm-hmm. might happen to you, and then at the end of the day, they foot you a, a bill for thousands of dollars, and you say, "But, but I thought OHIP, or I thought whichever uh, insurance company that." Uh, deals like the pro- provincial insurance where it's going to cover this, and it and it just doesn't. And so wait, you're saying there are situations in which people get a bill after they expected that it was going to be covered free, so-called, by this government health care system? Exactly. How that exactly. how does that happen? What 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 occurs? Well, I mean, like the hospital is not free. So if you go to a hospital and you stay overnight, that's going to cost you money. Really? Yes. And wow. Just so, so what, what good is the healthcare system if it doesn't cover the hospital stay? Well, I mean, it covers the doctor's visit. <laughs> the doctor doesn't, yeah. And so, and there's there, there's little things like that that you kind of have to work within the industry. No one, someone that works within the industry or go through it yourself before you realize it doesn't. It might cost money. Maybe not for the destitute people who are on uh, welfare. But for people who are actually making a few dollars, they might be footed with a bill at the at the end of their stay, and they don't realize it. Surprise, surprise! So, like as you're being brought up, as we've talked to people from Canada before, and they they they've told us that when you're going to a school, the government school there in Canada, they really pimp the you know the fact that they have this government run healthcare system, and they talk about how great it is to be in Canada. You know, as a result of that, um, did you have that experience when you were growing up? Yes, yes. Of course. Yeah. Um, and the, then you, and the then biggest s- thing is that that's the funny, most ironic thing is that I used to work for uh, federal employees and they would send in uh, private insurance bills from uh, for, for medical doctors. You mean kind of like how government school teachers here in the United States will send their kids to private school because they know better? Yes. Than to send them to exactly. the government school. So what exactly happened to you? You had said that uh, you'd grown up in a small town where your mom was was tied in uh, for her job with the, the National Health Care Service and that uh, you were always able to be seen because of the connections in the small town. It was a little bit easier for you. But then when you went to the big city, uh, things kind of came crashing in on you uh, as far as your realization as to why this doesn't work. What what was your story? Well, let's just just 
like reasonable things like uh like you would expect to go see if a cold is lasting more than a week and it's really bad you might think you know it might be something worse then you might want to go and consider seeing a doctor within the next week and in the city you might be looking at three months or three weeks more than after you make your phone call for your appointment now is this just just uh, sorry just to clarify this is three weeks to three months to see the general practitioner yeah, sometimes wow. about three three weeks to because go see you have the general to see practitioner because you have a cold and they're so packed with with patients. Now, now if you have that something that uh, that is not a cold, maybe something a little more uh, unclear, you don't know what it is, then they have to. The way it works is you have to go see the general practitioner, which, as you say, could be a three to three weeks to three month wait, and then the general practitioner has to look at you and decide whether to refer you to a specialist. And at that point, you then have to get in touch with the specialist and then get an appointment scheduled with that person and wait until you can see the specialist. Is that typically how it works? Yeah, yeah, that's that's typically how it works, but you can go to the emer- emergency, but if it turns out what you had is not an emergency, your doctor gets fined, and mm. they kind of verbally just tell you, and make you feel guilty that you didn't come and see them instead, instead of waiting, you know, sometimes it's wow. it's less than three weeks, but usually it's a good, you know, at least a good week before so they, they can schedule you in. They hold the doctors responsible for the actions of their patients? Bizarre. Exactly. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, just one thing that I was wondering if you guys would know or look into is that during this new government shutdown that they had to... Um, they had to install, and or they almost did in the states. They probably made some con- con- uh, concessions on how much spending they were going to do to R and D for the national uh, health care that they have there in the states. They were going to spend what thirty million dollars just for the uh, NIH. For the R&D, and, and uh, well, basically, I was reading an article, and the scientists and everyone are really uh, happy with the funding that they've gotten, but I, I guess that would be the first place that they'd cut. Well, and I mean, as, as far as I'm concerned, the government doesn't need to be doing R&D. The government misplaces resources left and right. It doesn't have the incentives it needs uh, to uh, to allocate resources and money effectively. It's and my so, understanding that nobody even knows what the budget is at this point. They just have this kind of muddy idea. Hey, Megan, thank you for your call on the story tonight. Right. I appreciate hearing from you. It's always interesting to hear from, from people who are in these countries with these systems because they're, they're not all the same, even though they have, you know, France has a system and Canada has a system. There are differences. Here in the United States, them. we tend to lump them all together and say, they've got socialized health care. Right. But we so have socialized we. health care. Yeah. So 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Yet you don't want governments allocating funds to uh, to research things. I know the politicians will you know, pound the pulpit about how they want to help uh, cancer patients and AIDS patients. And I think that's fine. I mean, it's fine to want to help those folks. But let's let people do it on their own. Let's let each individual decide which organizations to uh, to assist. Because maybe I don't trust the American Lung, Soci- uh, Lung, Lung Cancer Society. You know, maybe I've heard things about them that uh, make me not want to put money into their pockets. Maybe I'd prefer to put my money into the pockets of, you know, St. Jude's Children's Hospital or something like that. We, I have yet to find the government program that works as efficiently as the marketplace. I have yet to find the government program that works as half as efficiently as the marketplace. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's one of the main reasons why the government should not be in charge of healthcare because it's just going to destroy opportunities and kill innovation. And it's just it's sad that people don't realize this. They they just think that uh, that 
the, the healthcare is like insulated that oh it doesn't matter who's paying for it it doesn't matter what the organization of the you know the funding is all that matters is that we have it and uh, no the, what matters is having freedom in healthcare the the ability to choose because you can choose means that you can choose one agency over another one insurance company over another one hospital over another one doctor over another and that those those agencies and uh, and individuals are competing for for your dollars right. that's a huge factor competition is what breeds innovation it's what uh, makes companies more efficient if there's no competition just take why do we have laws against monopolies why do we have laws against monopolies enforced by a monopoly well why would anybody want their govern why would anybody want their health care to be provided by a monopoly i mean most people that would be in favor of government-run health care would when you ask them the question are you in favor of monopolies if you don't if you don't ask anything else about health care before you ask that question that person will probably say well i can i don't support monopolies well, wait a minute. You do because you support the government monopoly. They like monopolies that rob other people in order to pay for their own health care. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Hour 2 next. And now it's time for Letty's Easter Countdown. The part of the radio show where Letty comes out and counts down. Fifteen days and Easter is here. Whoever invented the Easter egg hunt had a really good idea. It's much more practical than hunting for waffles. This has been Larry's Easter Countdown. Tune in tomorrow for another Easter message. Veggie Tales presents Twas the Night Before Easter. Get ready to celebrate the season and discover what helping others is really all about. I've been working on an Easter-themed musical. Up with bunnies. We need a star. Cassie Cassava. She's big time. It's an all-new Easter adventure full of bunnies, music, and love. Featuring American Idol finalist Melinda Doolittle as Cassie. Helping one another. Veggie Tales was the night before Easter. Available at Walmart, Family Christian stores, and retailers everywhere. Own it today on DVD. Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you'd like. 800-259-9231. Though the general topic here tonight is government-run health care. And what we started out the show was a story from the UK where a former director of the National Health Service, which is their government-run health care program, has been allowed to die while she was waiting for surgeries that continued to be canceled and rescheduled and, you know, bureaucratic delays essentially were happening. And they, they didn't even take care of their own. You'd think they would do a better job of their, taking care of their own bureaucrats. But no, they just let this lady die. And it's not an uncommon story where people are told that they have to wait to get the treatment that they want, the, the treatment that they need to save their lives. They're told that, well, get in line. Because we only have so many doctors. We only have so many of this. We only, oh, sorry. It's because the government can't respond to consumer demand. The government doesn't have the access to the market signals that are necessary in order to allocate resources properly. This is part of what we talked They'll about. They'll never last get hour. the signal. They'll never get it. They can't possibly because All it's run by. All the polls in the world, they won't tell them what the information they need to know. Why? Because polls, it, <laughs> it, it, polls matter how they, how they phrase them. 
it's central control. I mean, it's just fail, right. failure after failure over all worked. of history. We've sh- it has should have been shown pretty clearly that central uh, centralization does not work. A, a group of bureaucrats cannot decide how to allocate resources like the market can, like different people competing against one another for your dollars can. Now, those people make mistakes, too, but it's all right. If they make a mistake, it's their investors that lose, not you and I. Well, if, if, if for instance, it's a hospital and somebody dies, you can at least have a better chance of suing them. As it, you know, what, how, everybody knows how difficult it is to sue the government. Does everyone know that? I don't know if they realize that. It is incredibly difficult, if not impossible, in many, many cases to sue the state. They are immune from liability. You will not be able to – even if you can defend, hold them responsible – They you, don't have to pay for their own defense. You do. Yeah. It, even if you could possibly sue them and possibly win, it won't be the doctor that's paying out. It'll be the state and therefore the taxpayers that are paying. Right. So – Talk about just, a disincentivized weird yeah. system. Let's go to your uh, your calls, your thoughts here. Uh, if you've got experience or anything you want to add into the healthcare discussion, you're certainly welcome to do so or bring up anything you'd like. 800-259-9231. Let's go to Ocean Beach, Delaware, where Richard is listening to WGMD-FM. Hello, Richard. Yes, I'm here. And you're on the air. Go ahead with your thoughts. Okay. I, I used to live in Washington, D.C., and I lived in my next-door neighbor was the... Um, for NIH, she controlled all the funding for cancer research, and she died from cancer. Mm-hmm. And before she died, she got mad, and she said, well, you know, we spend all this money, and something was wrong with this picture. Okay. okay. And I don't understand what it was. What, was, what do you mean something was wrong with this picture? Well, she she was the one that controlled the purse strings for NIH. I mean, she was the grand um, person that took care of, you know, whatever uh, funding went out for research and all this. And she got really mad. And before she died, she was, I, I talked with her. And she said, you know, this is just such a joke. And it cost me my life. The cancer did. And she said, I can't do anything to help people. And she was the government person that controlled all the funding. And are you suggesting NIH. that, I, I guess I don't really get where you're coming from. Are you suggesting that, well, because she was so uh, powerful in that particular area that she should have been better taken care of? Or what do you... What do you get? No, at? what she was doing was she said there was no control. There was, there was no, no control. At all this money that went out, these millions of dollars, mm-hmm. and she was saying, I mean, she she lorded over millions of dollars going to research, to doctors, to John. Hopkins. Are you suggesting that she was saying it was all wasted? That it was not being allocated appropriately? Well. There was no real research going on. There was a really? lot of money being spent. That's got to be frustrating, and I thank you for the call tonight at 800-259-9231. It wouldn't surprise me if yeah, that you were You dedicate your life to the work, and then you see that it's for nothing? Well, and, and That's a, tough. A lot of these grants that are being handed out, these uh, scientific research grants uh, handed out by the federal government, 
they probably aren't the best uh, research options. They they're probably uh, a lot of them are probably very very wasteful. I w- I'm not going to say that they're all that way, but. I think there needs to be competition. I don't know what it's like um, with the government grants and that kind of thing. I know a lot of people really support the idea of the government handing out money for research. But I've seen every everything else gets delivered to us better, faster, and cheaper through the marketplace. It seems to me that science would operate best that way, too. Let's talk to Howard listening in Portland, Maine, to WGAN. Hello, Howard. Hello, Ian and Mark. Welcome to Portland, Maine. I believe this is your first uh, experience up here in this market. I think technically we were on last last weekend, uh, but uh, this is officially, I think, our first weekend. So hello and and welcome indeed to you as well. Well, I think we appreciate your opinion. Um, Well, apparently the first lady that called didn't. I don't know if you heard her. (laughs) She was pissed. I did hear her. She was upset about your topic. But I I think it's a pertinent topic. Thank you. And... um, you know, it's it's definitely relevant. I think it's perhaps more important than Libya, you know, and and some of the other topics because it it's very close to home. And uh, but I don't necessarily agree with you. Sure. I listen to talk radio a lot. You know, all the name brand people, and I have for many many years. And you you tend to concentrate on the horror stories. And you tend to concentrate on the horror stories that you mentioned in England relative to the woman who was the director of the NHS, and she didn't get her. And, and the woman from Canada who, who called and talked about, you know, just one of your previous callers. But you don't concentrate on the, the, um, the people in the United States who are bankrupted because of what they have to pay for their health care. You don't talk about the people who whose entire families are destroyed because of what health care costs them. No I doubt. think that's very I, important, Howard. I really do. And I've we've what we've tried to say here every single segment, please don't lump us in with other talk show. We aren't other talk shows. This system sucks and right. it is very expensive. The United States system yeah. is messed up. The solution, we don't believe the solution is more socialism because we already have more than a 50% socialized system. By that I mean the government control, uh, controlling True. the dollars being spent in it. So I, I think, it's my opinion that because healthcare has become more expensive as the government has gotten more involved that one can draw parallels there and perhaps like just maybe you can make it less expensive by getting the government less involved well i'm a believer in a single payer i'm an information technology person i'm a computer geek gotcha so and so what i'm aware of uh, portland is a relatively small city i mean you know we're yeah. We're talking 70 to 100,000 people in Greater Portland. I can point out to you in Greater Portland at least three or four companies that I'm familiar with, and all they do is crunch medical paperwork. There's no value to the economy. I agree. Why? This there, is because of the, the government. This is because of the government regulations that force no, these, uh, it, these this paperwork. No. It's because of the paperwork that is forced by the free market. No, there how, is how no free market, be? sir. No. 
You no, see, there is no free market. I'll tell you what. We'll bring you back here if you want to stick. If you want to stick with us to talk about this, because it sounds like it sounds like you're pretty well informed on this issue, and you certainly are, are impassioned about it. And I appreciate people with passion. So, hold, if you can stick with us, can you do that? Yes. All right. More with Howard in a moment here at 800-259-9231. Sorry, it's not a free market. We can talk about that in a moment as well. You can bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. Join United States Marine Iraq Veterans Against the War activist, former radio show host, and New Mexico's congressional candidate, Adam Kokesh, as he goes to Washington to take that hill. Kokesh takes his successful radio show to mainstream television on Russia Today. Adam vs. the Man premieres April the 11th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Adam Kokesh is the man who gives the millennial generation a voice. That's you. Get the information needed to be empowered with Semper Fi. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Live Saturday edition. We are here, of course, to take your calls about anything, though healthcare, the topic on the table at the moment. Uh, certainly, you're welcome to share your experiences, your thoughts, uh, talking about the uh, the concept of moving to a government-run healthcare system and why that's a horrible idea. And, of course, staying where we are is also a horrible idea as well, uh, because this current system is awful. So, uh, 800-259-9231. Also want to invite you to our website, by the way. Lots of features there. Our webcam is one of them. You can watch, listen, and you can interact with other listeners because the chat room is built into the same page. Go to cam.freetalklive.com and you can do those things for free, of course. That's cam.freetalklive.com. The cam is brought to you by Memory Dealers. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers at up to 99% off of list price. They can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. In stock, ready to ship the overnight delivery. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right, we're going to bring Howard back, listening in Portland, to our brand newest affiliate, WGAN. Uh, Howard, are you there with us? I am, Ian and Mark. Thank you. Okay, so before Um, you go on, I wanted to correct a misstatement of yours, and that is that uh, you believe that this is a free market in healthcare, and nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, Free market is a concept that suggests that uh, you would be able to do what you want without having to beg somebody else's permission in order to do so. Uh, And any time you have a government regulation around, which essentially means that the government will take you and put you in a cage if you don't do as they say, you don't pay the, uh, the extractions that they are demanding, of you and you don't jump through the hoops that they put up for you, you in no way, shape, or form have a free market. And you have an incredibly, incredibly controlled uh, marketplace where the government actually wields the majority of the, the healthcare dollars that, uh, that are being spent. And there are all kinds of uh, bureaucracies that are foisting their regulations upon these doctors and these uh, manufacturers and uh, healthcare providers. And it's those, you mentioned the paperwork burden. I've talked to doctors and, and people that work in doctors' offices before. And one of my favorite questions to ask is, 
is how much of your day do you spend doing paperwork? And even the doctors, I mean, yes, you're right. They, they have, the doctors have staff that that's their job is 100% of their day to do paperwork. But it was surprising to me how much of the day the doctors themselves actually still spend filling out paperwork despite having staff uh, to do that job. It's because these insurance companies, which are regulated by the state and are almost like arms of the state at this point because there are so few of them, uh, that uh, because of the regulation, the regulatory atmosphere, the insurance companies, the government health care programs, the Medicare, the Medicaid, all of this stuff loads up these uh, these healthcare providers with with paperwork, and that increases costs because you've got to pay for all of those of us who are cash payers, for instance. Yeah. We've office got to pay the co- we've got to pay the cost for this office full of paperwork uh, people. So you're saying that currently. Now, I'm, I'm employed, I get health insurance, my wife is employed, she gets health insurance, and you're saying that we're not currently in a free market because of no. these federal regulations? Right. A, federal, you know, a free market is free, and you're not in a free market. You'd agree with that, right? No. Okay, well, it's fun and easy to call capitalism and free markets the things we have today in the United States. I know a lot of people do it. It's just an inaccuracy, okay? Free markets are free, and regulated markets are regulated. If this were a free market, I could go and offer healthcare services without having to beg anyone's permission. And I can't do that. Our, our, my health care is provided through a negotiation with a contract with a healthcare provider mm-hmm. and the healthcare provider um, essentially you know proposes a contract and the contract is approved and if it's not approved you know that they're going to raise um, their rates to a rate that is unreasonable to my company then you know we go elsewhere or we agree or we negotiate. Is that not free market? There's a, no, that's not the free market. That's a level of not? freedom inside the marketplace, but that does not make it a free market. If I am not, I'm not if, sure if I'm why. not a member of the AMA union, I don't get to practice medicine, right? And if I am not uh, sanctioned oh, by the yes, insurance... Oh, you do get to practice medicine if you're not a member of the AMA. The AMA is not a union. It's an association. You can practice you medicine call if you, you're not a... You can't call yourself a doctor. Doctor of osteopathy, there are not members of the AMA. There are some. So that's that's correct. True. There are some doctors, but they had to fight tooth and sure, nail maybe. throughout the decades in order to get it. Now, let's also point out... What about general practitioners? Every single... Um, GPs still exist. Um, there used to be something called an you know, family practitioners exist general practitioners do not but you're seeing that uh, basically can i be a pediatrician without being a member of the ama no yes how yes. how so yes. you're a do a doctor of osteopathy is a allopathic medicine homeopathic medicine are members of ama there are two fields of study homeopathic? they are legitimate they are insurable they have malpractice you can go to them as an alternative. You do not have to go to a member of an AMA, and all people who are homeopathic or allopathic are not members of the AMA. The AMA is not a union. It is an, it, it's like, um, you know, you can join if you wish. You don't have to. It, it, I, you know, and the only way that it's been beaten back up to this point is by osteopaths and chiropractors taking lawsuit after lawsuit to their door. Doctor of osteopathy is different from a chiropractor. I know they are, but chiropractors have been involved in those lawsuits too, right? 
Of course. Okay. So um, well, and the other thing I'd like reform. to point out is that the insurance company is a different subject. What's that? Tort reform. Yep. So, malpractice. That's a different subject. You're not talking about. I'm that. not. I'm talking okay. about regulations. Okay. Uh, also, right. the insurance provider that with whom you do your negotiation exists in a market that is highly regulated, really? so that they may not. Uh, so that it's very that difficult to provide insurance state inside that state. market. Yep. That is true. So th- therefore, you have nuns being required to carry insurance for abortions and the whole the whole nine yards. I cannot provide. You are correct. Insurance. In, Wait, you can't in just go open an insurance company, no, right, Mark? I can't. So there you have a so regulated and unfree market, right? That is true. Now, let's not Fine. forget that the, the government, through it, it, because all actions have consequences. In the past, the government had a 90% tax bracket, and the way that Americans got used to the whole, your, your company should provide your health care, as if those two things are foregone conclusions, is because companies weren't, you know, above a certain wage, they, you know, it, you get 10 cents on the dollar. So why in the world would you work for that? So they offered... There is a history there, you're they, right. They offered, uh, uh, you know, optical care, medical care, dental care, all kinds of care. Excuse me, all in kinds of care. In lieu of paying you yeah. a higher wage. So they're, the government's force and violence in that particular area. And you know, we're the only country, relatively speaking, I don't know the statistics, but in the entire world where medical care is tied to employment. Yeah, it's weird. Actions have consequences. In the vast majority, especially of civilized Western countries in the EU, etc., Healthcare is not tied to employment, and those are re- that's Somehow. a result of regulation. It's a result of control, and of course, no, you've got things like the FDA. No, you, you've got things like the thing. FDA, sir Howard. You've got like the FDA, where it costs billions upon billions of dollars just to get a, a pill, a treatment to the marketplace. I mean, that is Federal Drug Administration. Yeah, it's an incredible, uh, sure. it's incredible amount of control on the market. I There's, don't agree with your fact that we have to pay for research for the entire world. I think yeah, I'm not sure about that either. I think I disagree with Mark on that as well. Thanks for the call, Howard. Appreciate hearing from you. More coming up at 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Stouffer's, helping bring your family together with wholesome dinner options, even on the busiest of nights. Find dinner table ideas to bring your family together at letsfixdinner.com. To get kids involved in dinnertime conversation, ask specific questions, not broad ones. Instead of what happened today at school, try what was the best thing that happened today. The more specific you are, the more they'll have to say. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can join uh, the, the conversation here. You can bring up whatever you'd like. The number is 800-259-9231. Healthcare, though, the primary uh, issue on the table, specifically the idea of government-run healthcare, but also how bad the current situation is. This is not a free market in healthcare in any way, shape, or form. 800-259-9231, again, is the number for you to get interactive here. You can also join us on our website, at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features you'll find there for free. Listening options, one of the things we've got on our site, live streams, broadband and dial-up versions of the show. Plus, you can get information on how to listen in via any phone that can dial long distance. We've got our webcam, 93, 94 great radio stations from coast to coast that uh, carry the program at various different times. Plus, XM Satellite Radio, as well as our free-to-air satellite channel. So get the details on how to get Free Talk Live into your ears at listen.freetalklive.com. Get your liberty message out to thousands of people a month. 
for fractions of a penny apiece. Do it from the back of your car with LibertyStickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty sayings. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard. It's LibertyStickers.com. If you're, you know, run a retail shop or you're going to a gun show or something like that, Liberty Stickers would love to do some wholesale lots for you to sell there and make some money. It's LibertyStickers.com. They can also do bumper stickers for your church or your business or your band. Small runs, uh, just hundreds of stickers. LibertyStickers.com. All right, so uh, we're going to continue here taking your calls, but hopefully we were able to at least get through to Anthony, uh, uh, excuse me, not Anthony, but to uh, to get through the uh, to Howard in Portland who was listening, uh, brand new, we're brand new in Portland, Maine, uh, as of this this past weekend, and hopefully got through to him that the idea that this is not a free market system, this is a corporatist system, it's a corporatist system. That means where certain people who've had the pleasure of knowing politicians who were able to assist them uh, manage to get their businesses in and they've created all kinds business of out right they've created all kinds of regulations That's what politics is right politics is always has been always will be rewarding your friends and punishing, punishing your, your enemies. enemies right and so they've managed to create this situation where their insurance company or their medical uh, provider their uh, their pill making manufacturer their company has uh, is on the ends yeah they've got to put up all these regulations and certainly i'm sure they'd prefer to not have to do that but they also would prefer not to have competition and that's what the regulatory environment really allows for them the more regulations there are the more difficult it is to enter into a business and it's incredibly difficult to get into the health insurance business or the you know medical products like a, a pill manufacturing business because of the costs involved uh, if you c- come up with a cure of cancer using household chemicals uh, good luck trying to get that through the F- uh, the FDA's approval process I you hear have a- aspirin wouldn't even make it through the FDA's approval process now do you have 20 billion dollars uh, to spare do you know those kind of people without that kind of money to invest because you're going to need you're going to need a lot of money billions upon billions of dollars to get through the fda's process and that stops a lot of innovation it stops people from and of course there's the patenting uh, aspect don't as well. forget the fact that uh, you know there's there's going to be 17 years worth of people dying while you're while you're testing makes it through the process if it makes it through and yeah, if it gives nosebleeds while it cures cancer, probably it'll never go through. So, uh, so again, there's all kinds of regulations, and of course, regulations protect the existing businesses from upstarts and new uh, new competition with new fresh ideas, bringing new ideas and innovation into the marketplace. No, instead, you're stuck with the same old three health insurance providers or the handful of medical, uh, you know, pill manufacturers out there that have been in it for a long time, and they're going to be in it forever because they're grandfathered in. Essentially, it's yeah, just, well, they, they can afford all of. Yeah those regulations it's the new guy that can't afford right. it so it's a corporatist system just yes. want to make that clear this, the system as it is structured is uh, made so that big businesses succeed and small businesses fail right let's continue here and you can bring up anything as well I'll talk to Dave listening to KGOE on the west coast in Eureka hello Dave Hey, well, may I say that I think so far several people listening to your program may be ending up Severely misinformed. I don't know that that's your intention to do that, but I'd like to try to clarify a couple of points if Please. I might. Go ahead. People go into the medical profession for all different kinds of motives. Many really want to try to help other people and want to get skillful at doing that. Others are hopeful that they'll be able to do plastic surgery in Beverly Hills and whatnot. But 
For sure, right now, what we're learning with our insurance companies is that they want to take in as much money as they possibly can and pay out as little as they can possibly do. Mm -hmm. Therefore, they want not to treat you if they can avoid it, and they want to take as much money from you as they can possibly get. And that, more and more, is what we're facing here in the United States. Now, there are other countries all over the world Some of them provide excellent medical care, including even our poor little socialist neighbors here in Cuba. They all have good medical care. You know, I've heard that, but there was a um, there there was some kind of uh, you know news story back in the mid '90s where Cuba had sent out some kind of memorandum to its people, some some kind of news blurb or whatever, to eat eggshells because they're good for for you as far as calcium goes. For one thing, that calcium isn't assemblable. But the other thing is, I mean, God, that's your medical care. No, sir, that is not. I understand right now it's the universities that teach medicine in Cuba are ranked among the best in the world, and they don't prescribe eating eggshells to treat any kind of condition that I know of. Uh, All I'm telling you is I heard the story. I mean, you know. Yeah, well, they sound they're providing doctors to the poorest little countries in the world. If you get to see a doctor and you're in Chad or in Madagascar or something like that, it's probably a doctor that's being provided to you by Cuba. And those are not people that are in the business to hope to get rich. They are there because I suspect they, their doctors are probably, as a relative uh, to their economy, they're probably pretty wealthy, wouldn't you guess? Oh, I imagine relative to their economy, but I think if you went into it, you're entitled to a decent living. I agree. I don't think you should be hoping to make $6 million a year. I hope everybody in business makes a bundle of money. That means what they're doing is they're providing a good or a service to people who want it, and they must be doing such a good job that people are coming back and people are referring their friends. You know what? I share your concerns, Dave, about the insurance companies screwing people over and and trying not to pay. However, one of the reasons why we have that situation is because it's impossible to start a new insurance company that that can behave differently. It's very difficult to enter into that industry and provide real competition. In many cases, the government regulations have shoved insurance providers out of the marketplace. You look well, at a place like Massachusetts. Re- hmm? That's the reality we need to see. We need to see clearly that we are dealing with insurance companies that are out to rip us off and give us as little treatment as they possibly can do and to take as much money from us as they can. And you know, would it be nice if we didn't actually need insurance companies? No, we don't need insurance companies. I don't think that we do. I don't think that we would in the absence of this incredibly regulated situation. And thanks for the call, by the way. We've got some phone issues there. But uh, in the absence of this incredibly regulated situation, which has driven the cost of health care up. Mark, you mentioned briefly earlier the cost of... Uh, of having a baby in a hospital 50 years ago versus uh, today and how it's so much more expensive today, even after you adjust for inflation. That's because the government, the federal and the state governments, have gotten very, very involved in health care in the meantime and have just all of their regulations have driven these costs through the roof. And there essentially is these government regulations driving costs up that has made insurance a much more viable option or it seems to be a much more viable option for people because of the insane same cost of these healthcare things. If you could just go and get treatment and pay cash and, and pay a cheap price like we do for so many other products, like you buy a computer, for instance, those things don't cost very much money. They're very technologically advanced. And one of the reasons for that is because you don't have the office of software approving every piece of software. You don't have the government uh, approval, uh, hardware approval office uh, checking on every single piece of hardware that has ever been released for the computer, the computer business. People can just innovate and they can create and they can open up 
up new companies and uh, and sell computer parts and make new computer parts without having to beg anyone's permission to do so. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, this uh, a list of fees from a hospital from 1952. It's one of the finest hospitals in the West Coast, the Santa Monica Hospital, and the cost of wards starting at fourteen dollars. Semi private, sixteen. Private rooms, nineteen. Deluxe private, twenty three dollars. If you take a, go ahead and extrapolate that out into today's dollars, it'd be two hundred and forty four dollars for the for the top room, as opposed to twenty five hundred dollars, which is what it might cost you. Yeah. Or more. 800-259-9231. Oh, I'm sorry. It would be almost almost uh, $400 for the top room. 1-800-259-9231. And that's because of inflation, not anything else, right? That's right. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area. Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you'd like, 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. By the way, coming up here uh, tonight, you, if you are a parent, you will have the chance to win a VeggieTales DVD. We're doing a giveaway, Mark, and the, the DVD is called Twas the Night Before Easter? That's correct. Yeah, there's this big countdown thing going on. They're counting down the days to the Easter holiday. And the veggies are very excited about it. How long are we giving away these? Is this tonight the last night? Or we got them all next week? Or we got them for a while. Okay, so uh, so if you don't win tonight, it won't be your last chance. In fact, we're going to give you two chances tonight. There's going to be an on-air chance. And there's going to be an off-air chance on our Facebook page. Yeah, so if you don't win tonight with the call-in, you can always go like our page at facebook.freetalklive.com and... You'll have the opportunity to win the second one this evening. Right. So we'll tell you more about that when we do the giveaway, which is not happening right now. So stay tuned for that. But uh, the Facebook page, you can go to that and like that sooner rather than later because you're doing that giveaway giveaway after the show sometime yeah. tonight, Mark. Is that right? Uh, the, the time time sometime is this weekend, nine or? and midnight this evening. Okay. So yes. So so go to facebook.freetalklive.com and click the like button at the top. Have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without lawyers who have to know what it takes to win. And if you don't know how to move the court, how to get evidence, how to make uh, you know make motions and write things to the court, you're not going to just wander in off the street on the day of uh, court and win. That's just not how it works. It works for plaintiffs or defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer. And it's so easy. The average eighth grader could go through the complete Four CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at jurisdictionary.com. It works in state and federal courts. Jurisdictionary.com. So before we continue with your phone calls, uh, we're talking about health care, government-run health care, and why it's a terrible idea. And there are people that will jump to a conclusion when they hear us talking about these things. Maybe they're just tuning in. They haven't heard the entirety of the conversation. People will jump to the conclusion that, well, if you don't like government-run health care, then you must love the current system. You must be defending the current system of insurance companies and da-da-da-da-da-da. No! No! The current system is awful. And insurance companies, they suck! 
There are only a handful of them in any given state, from what I can tell. I looked into this a couple years ago. I looked into buying health insurance, and basically there were like two options. Yeah. And the reason it's so expensive is because of government intervention of the marketplace in the first place. Well, and John Stossel made a great point. He did a, a special back when he was with ABC News about uh, about healthcare, And one of the points he made is that these insurance companies actually drive the cost of health care up as well because having the insurance company using an insurance company means that the individual isn't – checking things the individual is no longer interested in getting a price so like if you need some sort of treatment and you've got insurance you just waltz right into whoever's open and you just take whatever deal that's on the table you You don't even know when i went to the hospital with my wife and she was having the baby and i asked the person who was uh, giving us some kind of test how much the test cost they had no idea they didn't have the foggiest idea. As a matter no of fact, no one ever asked. They, they they decided since it was an issue of price that they would give us a more expensive test to test whether or not we need the less expensive <laughs> test because they didn't know what the prices were. So it, it's it's absolutely it's absolute insanity when yeah. you have people offering services that don't know the the rates. Yeah, so we don't all need health insurance like the government would have you believe. Well, everyone needs health insurance. Look at all these Americans who are uninsured. No, what we need is a free market in, in health care so the prices can come down, so innovation can happen, so anybody can walk into any cash doctor or, or walk-in clinic and afford and be able to afford these uh, whatever the pro- whatever provisions or pills or treatments that they uh, that are that are necessary on the average McDonald's budget. I mean, the average uh, McDonald's workers budget. I mean, these these things would would be possible in a true free market environment, but we're not even close to that happening. And nobody in Washington, D.C. is going to promote uh, promote or suggest at any point that the government get out of uh, regulating health care. That will never be a suggestion. No Democrat, no Republican will make that suggestion. Maybe Ron Paul, but aside from him, for the most part, you are not going to hear that solution coming out of Washington, D.C. Let's continue with your calls here. And uh, so please, make it. let's make it clear. Free Talk Live, no fans of the current system. No fans of insurance companies, okay? Let's continue, though, and certainly not a fan of the government and force and coercion. Bobby, listening to KGOE in Eureka, California. Bobby, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello there. Hey there. Hey, I'm. I'm. Uh, you've talked so much since I've been on the phone about things. I'm like, uh, uh, where I wanted to go seems uh, uh, fruitless here. Go there anyway. Well, mine was is that um, uh, for no, uh, because I, I was only arguing because of the system where we live in. You have to, you have to swim in the pool that you're you're allocated, so that much to speak. Is true. You know, and since I have to swim in this pool, um, I have pre-existing conditions: asthma I was born with. I had testicular cancer, which was no fault of my own, and because of these pre-existing conditions. Nobody insures me or wants to take my insurance money, even if I wanted to pay them. And the ones that do are so outrageously expensive. In three years, I can save enough money to pay a hundred thousand dollar hospital bill. Yeah, you could. Uh, you know, they have these uh, these health health care accounts that uh, the government will let you fund pre tax dollars. That's what that's health what I have. Yeah, health savings accounts. That's what I have. I can't afford health care either. You know, I'd, I'd rather almost, I, I'd, well, what I do is I save my money instead of giving it to an insurance company. Absolutely. And if I can go three to five years without any major event, I've come out ahead. That's yep. the smart thing to do as far as I'm concerned. 
Well, I know that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. But I don't see. I, I can't. I, I I can't be a hundred percent behind your uh, assumption that just because a free market would uh, be in that all prices would go down. That's not really proven. I mean, until we have a, a real free market system to see if that would do, if that would work, let's get you a more can't make assumptions one. without facts and evidence. Well, you're not going to get a free market system by advocating for a socialized one, right? Like you can't no, advocate I under, for more. No, I, I, I understand that, but uh, you know, the reason we have regulations, uh, as far as I understand it, you can correct me if I'm wrong is back when in the ancient days uh, you know 1900 1901 plus minus you had people who were um, giving out medicines that were killing people you had people who had no doctors education being doctors you had things going on where unscrupulous people, uh, greedy people, people who had no ethos whatsoever. It's a legitimate were, concern. We're getting, we're getting in this, and so how Bobby, do you regulate that? Right, that's a legitimate concern. I totally understand where you're coming from. However, you still have those things happening today. I'd just like to point that out. There are plenty of snake oil salesmen out there right now. Um, but on, aside from that point, the idea that you need to have a monopoly out there to control these things is is false. Uh, what you can have in a free market is third-party certification. You can have uh, companies or organizations or private groups that are – it's their job to check out other companies, to check out products and services that are on the marketplace and to certify them, much in the way that Underwriters Laboratories works today. Are you familiar with them? Consumer Reports. Yes, I am. I am. Okay. Uh, um, so for know, those people who aren't, uh, Underwriters Laboratories, go ahead, go to your kitchen, flip over your toaster or turn, you know, look in the, the back of the microwave and you'll see the UL logo. UL stands for Underwriters Laboratories and they are one of a number of different certifi- uh, certifiers whose job it is to check uh, and they're not a government organization. It's it's their job to check products that are going to be offered for purchase in the marketplace and to give them their stamp of approval or to not approve them and to send them back to the, the manufacturer and say, hey, try again. This thing, you know, this, to- this toaster is dangerous. It's subject to uh, electrical shocks or something like that. And so they, they do a great job of doing this and they do it all without the government and they help keep products uh, safer and they raise the quality bar for all of the uh, the industry out there. And, and the you would have similar things like that. Consumer Reports does the pill books, so they're kind of doing something like that Those already. The drug book. Yeah. The drug book. But do you yeah. believe? Do you really truly believe that a, a, a total free market system, laissez-faire in its classical form, would be able to have um, a, a medical where where people who are on your your uh, McDonald's salary, as you said, would be able to get a quality um, at least moderate quality health care. I do think that uh, people who are would be on lower salaries, w- for one, you wouldn't be taking 50% of their salary in taxes, be it uh, federal, state, uh, sales, uh, property I, I tax, and all those I, other I, things. They'd have a I lot more money. I understand that, too. But then right. again, with, 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 um, with corporations who own these, like McDonald's, corporations their, their thing would be constructs- to pay the lowest price and you know, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have a minimum wage. They might be only making three dollars an hour or two fifty an hour. Corporations um, are constructs of the government and can only exist in a not unfree market. Corporations protect people from actions that they should be liable for. 
Thanks for the call tonight. appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. He did have a question. We'll Rich come back people and... are always going to get better service in everything than poor people. Right, and uh, and he did have another question about, you know, will prices actually come down in the in the marketplace? Let's address that in a little more detail in moments. Hour number three is next, 800-259-9231. It's free talk. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart, 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Still to come, your chance to win the VeggieTales DVD, the uh, Twas the Night Before Easter DVD. That's coming up here at some point this hour, so stay tuned for that opportunity as we jump right into your phone calls about what you want. We'll start out with David listening in somewhere near Georgia. David, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Well, I'm not in Georgia. I'm in Florida. <laughs> okay. What's on your well, mind you Okay, well, you know, I was going to talk about gun control, but seeing you're talking about the uh, the uh, health care issue, that's what I want to address. Um, listen to some of your previous callers, and, and, you know, what they don't understand is that, you know, we were, like you were saying, we were at one time free market. But what's happened is, is that the government has come in with extensive amounts of paperwork on, on, on businesses and small businesses throughout the years, and all this costs a lot of money. And uh, so the oppression by uh, the, as we're moving toward socialism is really what we're moving toward. We're not free market anymore. You're exactly right. I don't know if, point of clarification, I don't know if the United States was ever a free market. There's always no, been government I, people trying to control folks here. Freer market in medicine, well, and right, ask well, the slaves well, if they felt like they were in a free, a free market. Well, uh, well, the, our founding fathers wanted us to be in a free market, a constitutional republic, but somehow we've, you're, you're, we, we have, we have taken the wrong path, and the direction we're headed, and, and what we're becoming is not a good thing. That's for sure. We know that. You know, um, uh, the insurance companies. You know. And the regulation, the government paperwork, you know, if somebody doesn't believe that the government has a lot of paperwork, you know, when you go get a job and you take a job, the the, the amount of paperwork that you have to fill out just, just, to, just to work, 
just to go to work for an employer is, is unbelievable. And, and you know, all this costs money. And and that's what they don't understand. Yep, and somebody's looking at that of, paperwork. What's that? Somebody's looking at that paperwork, and those that person's getting paid. Likely it's a government bureaucrat, so they're getting paid pretty handsomely. So that, that, that's right, because that paperwork is is their 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 they've got their paycheck, they've got their job. They don't care about us working people out here. All they care about is controlled and bureaucracy, and it's Big Brother is what it's all coming down to. You know, when Hillary Clinton wanted her health care plan, she uh, was attacking. Uh, a lot of the smaller insurance companies and putting regulation on them. And, you know, but there's an answer to the solution, and here's what the answer is. You know, we put out millions and millions of dollars in foreign aid to every, all these foreign countries, and they have never paid us back one red cent. I don't really care if they do pay us back. I don't see any reason why the American taxpayers should have to loan money to foreign countries. Well, that's what I'm pointing out. That's the whole thing I'm pointing out. You know, we need to start asking for some of that money back. Well, I don't... It's gone, man. Yeah, it's gone, right? It's (laughs) gone. It's gone because they can't create the money... They the, can't create the money anyway. Yep. You know, it, it, I mean, I support what you're saying, dude. Right. I, I support the politicians it. in Washington D.C. They want to buy their little puppet dictators in whatever countries they do right. in order in exactly. order to pay off their corporate paymasters. Most of these countries right. have uh, have some kind of uh, you know oil beneath their soil. Um, but right. you know, there's there's lots of them, and I don't think money should go to Israel. I don't think it should go to uh, Egypt. I don't think it should go to any other yeah, country. I don't disagree with where you're coming from, but the uh, what you're proposing doesn't do anything to strike at the root. It just simply rearranges the deck chairs on the Titanic. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. If you just end foreign aid, okay, yeah, that gives the federal government a few more billion dollars a year or whatever to Hundreds spend. billions, I'd say. However much. Whatever. I mean, for them, it's probably pennies but yeah uh, they act like it's pennies so uh it gives them a little bit more money that they could theoretically allocate to other things that are going on here okay fine but you still have the government making these choices making the de- these decisions instead of individuals in the marketplace and that's just it's not striking at the root at all uh, by the way before we continue with your calls there was the question that our caller had last hour and for those of you just tuning in the question was he was concerned he liked you know some of the things that we were saying about the idea of a free market in in, uh, in healthcare, which of course we're nowhere even close to right now in this country today, so you kind of like the ideas, but was a little, you know, there's a little trepidation about. Sure. Well, would the Don't price? Don't act like actually, I didn't have this trepidation when I first started looking into these things. Would the price actually come down? We made the assertion here on this program that uh, in the absence of all these government regulations and controls that with the free market in healthcare which we don't have but in the absence of all these controls with that free market prices would come down innovation would flourish competition would flourish and of course we know that competition drives tends to drive price down so the question is is that really going to be the case how can we be so sure i can be sure because um, there's a doctor right here in new hampshire that only takes cash mm-hmm. he you know his wife handles a little bit of the appointment setting but he does have a big office full of people who are filing government paperwork and insurance paperwork. Well, if it's the same doctor I'm thinking of, he works out of his home. There you go. So, yeah. and, and his office visits are like $40. So if you're ill, you can get in within a week and you can go see him for 40 bucks. Try to do that anyplace else. I think it was like 80 but that also included a prescription. I, I, I don't know about the uh, the eighty one when I was I was told 40 hmm. But you didn't actually go. I didn't go. Right. I went someplace else because I, I had actually there. Yeah. 
So, uh, but yeah, that's a great example because he doesn't have this humongous staff that has to jump through all these paperwork regulations and insurance company uh, controls in order to get something done, in order to have a customer. No, he doesn't have to deal with all that. So his he is able to keep his cost down. So there's real evidence right here, right now, today. Now, you pull away all of the other regulations from the healthcare industry on drug manufacturers and other providers and you know all this, the mandates that in order to do X, Y, and Z, you have to be a doctor. Like, for instance, there are nurses who will tell you, hey, I can do everything that doctor can, but they won't let me do it unless a doctor's in the room. Or physician's assistants. Right. So you've got all kinds of people who are capable of providing certain healthcare services, but they're prevented from doing so by all these rules and regulations, which essentially protect the doctors from competition from their nurses. It is, it's, the whole thing is a huge protection racket. And if you think that in the absence of a protection racket that prices are going to stay where they are you just aren't paying attention to how the marketplace works now there is one factor that we need to bring into play here which is the fact that the government controls the monetary system as well so even if tomorrow we were to have some sort of miracle and have the government's fda and all of its other regulatory governmental uh, health care regulating agencies, alphabet soup agencies having all these things just wiped off the map well, you'd still have the government making the money. And yes, certainly the market is a very powerful thing. And we've seen that if you look at other prices of other products, even with inflation, even with the fact that the government continues to print more and more money in, in, and put it into the money supply, you can still see that the market is able to bring prices down on things like, you know, a bottle of alcohol that costs 79 cents today that may have cost $1.19, you know, 10, 20 years ago. <laughs> I'll tell you, that bottle of alcohol um, at Walmart is 25 cents now. And I remember paying because i remember being in high school i would use that instead of like the uh you know whatever the the skin mm-hmm. cleansers were i would use that same thing and it was 99 cents so it's come down those aren't 1980 something dollars no, the dollars are worth less now right. so they're really it's a really that's so a real, it's a tenth maybe of what it used to be right so that's a real powerful statement about what the market can do even under these inflation circumstances however if all of a sudden like the t- this fantasy scenario where the regulations are wiped away in the healthcare business but then two weeks later we hit hyperinflation, yeah, your prices are going to go up. Uh, but that's because of the government controlling the money supply and, and not the marketplace. So I hope that makes sense. Hey, VeggieTales, Mark, what is it? VeggieTales is uh, it's a cartoon, and they have books and things like that, too. And if you're a parent, you probably already know this. Yeah. So if you want to get that VeggieTales DVD we're talking about, the Twas the Night Before Easter. That's correct. Uh, it will be yours if you are caller number 5 at 603-435-1105. That's our special contest line, 603-435-1105. Caller number 5, getting the VeggieTales DVD. If you don't win it this time, don't worry about it. Go to Facebook.FreeTalkLive.com. Click the Like button up there. And we'll do a Facebook giveaway of it later on uh, tonight. Mark's going to handle that. So uh, pay attention to your Facebook to have that opportunity. But right now, if you are caller number five, you will win this DVD, 603-435-1105. The VeggieTales Twas the Night Before Easter DVD is yours uh, if you're caller five. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control bring up anything. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. 
There's more. You can buy Liberty Snickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. This is Free Talk Live. You dial in toll-free, bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there free. That's freetalklive.com. We've got news updates. Get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. You can go to news.freetalklive.com to follow our email list or jump on board with Twitter or Facebook. Again, go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up for free. It's the shirt that you use most, the white dress shirt. It's uh, And you can get it at Paul Frederick, from Paul Frederick, excuse me, in athletic, trim, big, and tall for $19.95. There are more than 55 sleeve, fit, and collar combinations there. Uh, You know, if you're trying to get a white dress shirt and you're trying to get it cheaply, you go to one of those discount stores. The neck's always too tight. the The sleeves are too short and the waist is way too big. At least that's the experience I've had. I've never been able to get one that actually fits me well for this kind of price. You can go to 1995shirt.com. You can get free monogramming, too, and that always really makes the look of a shirt. 1995shirt.com. Use promo code TUCK in order to get the uh, the monogramming and the, the great rate. 1995shirt.com. Promo code TUCK. All right, so 800-259-9231. We continue here in moments with your calls and other couple of uh, important points to get out there in reference to some of this discussion we've been having about government-run health care and the current system, which is also very awful. I mean, it's not as awful as a totally government-run system, but it's close to as awful because the government is very, very heavily in charge and uh, is creating all kinds of regulations and rules that drive up cost and destroy innovation and kill competition, which makes healthcare much more, well, less, rather, much less affordable uh, for the for the rest of us. So one of the other points, though, that uh, one of our callers brought up earlier is, well, what about what about the, you guys say that you'll be able to afford health care, but what if the minimum wage goes away? You're talking about getting rid of these government controls. The minimum wage goes away. Then you've got people making $2 an hour. How are they supposed to afford health care? Well, p- fact is, the, the homeowner, the, not the homeowners, but the, uh, the ma- major wage earner in any given household, I think it's something like 97% of them are making more than minimum wage. So the marketplace on its own is paying the significant, the person who's the most significant uh, fund, fundraiser in any given household more than minimum wage. So market competition drives wages up too, okay? Market competition is also a, comp- a competition for employees as well as competing between businesses for price and, and service. They're right, also mostly, com- competing for the best employees. Mostly the people who are getting paid minimum wage in the United States can't speak English or they're under the age of 20. And yeah, they're low, they're low skilled. For right, instance. and and that's you know the, the, it's unfortunate. I'd wish those people could make more money, but the only way they're going to be able to do is to you know have some practice. It's that minimum wage job that makes you good at uh, at at do- doing work, and you get better. And learning English obviously increases your value in the marketplace. Right, and remember, the government plays off of your fear of the unknown in order to continue its control over your life. The government wants you to believe that without them, 
there would be all these hucksters and charlatans trying to take your money. And thank goodness there are hucksters and charlatans trying to take your money. Most of them work for the government. I mean, (laughs) a lot of them sure do. Right. There certainly will be people who tell lies on their labels, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure that there will be. Uh, organizations, perhaps consumer reports that will give you, you know, give little stamps of approval. And some people won't buy. And some retailers won't stock certain items like that because they want to have a certain level of reputation with individuals that are shopping around there. So, again, there are market uh, there are market factors that can come into play here. Market checks, market balances that can do a better job than government can, because then you have competition of certifiers instead of this one size fits all government monopoly. Look to us. We will keep you safe. It'll only cost you billions upon billions of dollars to approve this medicine and you won't be able to afford uh, to pay the prices that uh, these companies are asking to try to recoup their money uh, that they've lost. The government's regulations are the things that are that are making things more difficult. And we'd have better checks and balances in the absence of the government. But they want you to be afraid. They want you to be afraid of the unknown because it's scary out there. Right. If, if you're not afraid, then uh, that's what governments feed off of. They feed off of fear. They are organizations that sell, quote unquote, protection. They sell at an extraordinarily high rate. But they and you're forced to pay for it, too, yeah. which is the other bad part about all this. Well, they are monopolies. Right. Is there right. a monopoly That's the on only violence? real problem that I have with government is the fact that they're a monopoly. They'll drive other people out of business. And the fact that they use force and coercion to collect whatever money it is they want. I, j- I, think, that they're, I think human beings need governments. I just think those governments should have to compete in the marketplace like everybody else. Let's go to your phone calls and your thoughts. Tim, listening in Charleston to WSC-FM. Hello, Tim. Tim in Charleston. Going once. A couple points. I want to say kudos to you to bring in some logic to such misinformation on the media. Thanks, and Tim. And healthcare and all that. So kudos to you on there. I want to throw one other idea in there when they say, is, would it be really affordable when we're talking about a, a free market, a true free market, Every other industry is cheaper because of the free market. If we look at everything outside of healthcare, so that is that that's proven enough for me. Number two is how beautiful would it be if if the doctors had to compete at that level, not so much just on price, but think about how much more education would come out instead of the commercials being from the drug companies telling us what we are or what's wrong with us, or rather than the insurance companies doing the advertising, what if the doctors had to earn our business by educating us via the means of advertisement? Yeah, They're I've... the ones in the newspaper saying, hey, this is what you want to check for. They would have to be more, uh, I'd say more personable and more even better educated to it's earn true. our business. They used to make house calls. They were way more personal. I'd love to the see past. the marketplace where a doctor has to stand with a sandwich board ringing a bell in order to get business in. <laughs> Yeah, but but that would be what I would love to see. I don't want to see a drug company telling me what I have, but a, a doctor really earning my business telling me this is what it is. And, and one more quick point. I just recently did have an, an accident when I was out of town, and the media saying healthcare, and us using the word healthcare, I want to delineate that's separate from our doctors who are educated and doing a great job because I think we have the best healthcare. We have the worst system to that the money transfers through it. We have incredible doctors, and, you know, I, I had an accident, had to go in, get the, uh, you know, broke some bones. Oof. I told them I had no insurance, I have no money, but I will pay you. It'll just be in payments. They yep. cut half the paperwork out. They saw me that day, did the surgery, sent me home, same day. 
It's great. I don't. I don't. I just don't believe. I'm not going to say I know for sure. I just don't believe in any other country. I would have had that available to me. No, you'd still been waiting God for God bless it. America and, and what we have here, and God bless the doctors that fix us up here. Thanks for the call um, tonight, I Tim. I appreciate I appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, I mean, you'd have been waiting if you were in Canada. You know, a lot of hospitals and doctors will give you a cash discount. discount you but have to ask for it. What happens if, here's what happened to my wife and I. We had some uh, catastrophic, really catastrophic health ins- insurance. Like ten, It has to go $10,000 in order uh, for it to kick in. Well, we, you know, she was pregnant and we took her to the hospital. They asked, do you have insurance? Yes, but our insurance won't cover this. Well, give us your insurance com- uh, number anyway, just because maybe we'll need to use it, you know, if something really goes wrong. Okay, here it is. Because we had that catastrophic insurance, we couldn't get the cash discount. We were paying in cash. This goes to show just one more reason why the healthcare system here is so far removed from the consumer and how they screw it up time and time again. Toll free number. You take control. You bring up whatever you'd like. 1-800-259-9231. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game created by a free stater. It's all in your browser. There's nothing weird to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources in a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MineThings.com and start mining today. It's free. MineThings.com. This is Free Talk Live, live Saturday edition of the program. You dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you'd like at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Once again, 800-259-9231. Speaking of SACL-CAI, what is that? SACL-CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable for your business. Whether it's collections, early out billing, or purchasing charged-off receivables, SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. All right. We'll continue taking your calls about what you like. Of course, health care, the uh, main topic on the table tonight. Mike is with us listening to WSCFM in South Carolina. Hello, Mike. Yes. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, about the regulations, uh, I want to relate it to like the automotive industry, where we've taken a $3,000 car, and now it costs 30000 because of government yep. regulations. Yeah, that was one of the things uh, I wanted to mention when Tim was uh, basically saying that all, all other industries weren't you know, that regulated. I mean, compared to healthcare, it's probably true, but the automotive sector is certainly one where they've really added in a bunch of useless crap uh, and mandates onto cars. Oh, I can't. I run a shop, and I can't hardly hire anyone or run a shop because of EPA regulations and OSHA regulations and government hiring regulations. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, you know... Um, with insurance, like putting a windshield in, if I pay cash, it's half price. You know, mm-hmm. if it's insurance, it's full price. Wow, why is that? Well, so, what um, is it? The paperwork that you have to fill out with the insurance company? Well, it's just insurance and windshield full coverage in South Carolina. If you have insurance, the glass costs you. You know, we bill them six hundred dollars. If they're paying cash, the insurance, the glass company charges us two forty-five. So, what? What? I, I, I'm just milking to... the insurance company, right? 
I guess the um, insurance company or the deal they have, I don't know if they have to wait on their money. That's why they charge full price or what. But, mm-hmm. you know, the cash, we get you know we get it for 245 and if it's insurance, the bill is 600 Yeah, they may very well have a net 90 pay or something like that. And the fact is, money costs money. Yeah, and it's just crazy. The regulations, like I said, the car... You know, new cars to me is still a three thousand dollar car, but because of the government, is thirty thousand. Well, now, now let me take the role of the statist here, since we don't have one on the phone. Somebody who would support government regulations, I will uh, take that role for a moment. We'll see how you can handle some of the objections. Well, okay. but Mike, without all these government regulations, we would be driving death traps. Uh, we're doing it now. We're driving <laughs> death traps now, and uh, because of government regulations. Uh, and the free market would uh, eliminate a lot of those death traps where people say, okay, look at the Ford Pinto, you know, people stop buying it, you know, the Chevy Nova, you know, and uh, stuff like that. They, they said, okay, we're just not going to buy it anymore because they became bad cars. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, the whole idea that because the government is there means cars are safer is completely fallacious. Cars are safer because people want safer cars. People want to know at least some level of peace of mind that by driving this hurtling death trap down the highway, if they have something go wrong, there's a chance they'll be able to walk away from it or or live after the fact. And car companies understand this, and they pander to that, and they make it right. possible. Car, cars sell best that are the safest, and that's why and, – and all those things are above and beyond the current safety floor. So right, the yeah. best way to sell cars is to have the most – the safest one. But right, – Safest and lowest prices, so we're getting, ended up getting a safe, low price car from from another country, and losing American jobs, and because of our regulations on on our company. You know, there's a there's a car actually that they're making in India um, that has uh, that's powered by air, and well. It can't get uh, certified here in the United States, so and, and I think it, I think you're right. I think it's like five or six thousand dollars in order to make this vehicle. Poor yeah. people could drive these around the city and actually be able to get to better jobs and make more money. But this is how the government just sticks it to the poor guy over and over and over again. Yeah, too much regulation. I agree with you guys. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. There you go. You got it from a business owner who's it's it makes it near impossible for him to run his business. All these regulations. Yep. Oh, by the way, ASC. Hmm. What's that? ASC is a certification for mechanics. That's right. And it's not a government thing. It's not the government that's making it so that your mechanic knows what the heck he's doing when he's under the hood of the car, you know, fixing your death trap. Uh, you're not, <laughs> well, not, not death trap, but they certainly are death machines. You see, a death yeah. trap would trap you and, um, and, and kill you. However, a death machine, I mean, everybody will realize that cars, in fact, do kill more people than yeah, good well, point. so many other things out there. I think, I think you can smoke and, uh, and be more likely to die from that, but uh, cars... Like number three or four killer. My point being that is a great example of the market regulating itself. If you want to go to an automotive repair person who's your friend in his garage, then that's fine. You can do that. Of course, in some cases, if your friend charges you, then he's probably violating some sort of stupid state law that makes that sort of thing illegal. But you can have your shade tree mechanic 
Or you can have an ASE certified mechanic, somebody who's actually gone to classes, somebody who's who knows what they're doing, you know, that they're certified. They've, they've actually gone through a, a certain rigmarole in order to get this approval. And they can put, put that plaque up on their wall and, and have it proudly displayed. And, yep. and they can raise their prices as a result of that, too, because they're, you know, they're they're better, supposedly, than the other guys. Now, they have not a certification. Saying, I'm not saying a shade tree can't be, you know, happen to have a certification as well. That's certainly a possibility. Right. People are worried about this i mean and and as far as i'm concerned a man without an asc certification should be able to open up a garage absolutely and offer his services and whatever they may be to the public but people are always oh but what if you do this or that or the other thing that by god there'll be charlatans everywhere no one will want to do a good job for you well <laughs> you know this is how the marketplace self it's, it's currently Currently, in today's real yeah. world, self-regulates. The idea that no one would want to do a good job and the companies are out to get you and da-da-da-da-da is nonsense because a good car repair shop, and there are some bad ones out there that are certified, there are some bad ones out there that are licensed, just because a comp- company is licensed doesn't mean you're not going to get ripped off, but a lot of uh, there are a number of operators out there that are honest folks and they want people to keep coming back, and that's the important part, right? Cars keep breaking down. So it's important to treat your customers right so the word doesn't get out on the street that you're a charlatan and a, and a huckster and a how scam many, artist. You know, how many customers does it ruin for you when you do bad business with one of them? Yeah, the word of mouth is it a killer. It doesn't take too long. And remember that uh, shops are – well, they're stuck with their geography. They're only – their zip code. Yeah. People are only going to come from a certain distance generally to fix their cars. Sure, if you have a Maserati, you have to take it to the Maserati dealer. In some cases, you've got to go 150 miles to do it. But most people are likely going to go within five miles of their home or office or at least five miles of some place that they cur- used to work or live because they you know, found this guy that they liked or whatever. And it's difficult to get people to go outside of that geography. So you've only got an a, a finite amount of people in any, any given geographic area. You start screwing people, and the word's going to get around. Let's continue with your calls and talk to Jack listening to WGMD-FM in Delaware. Hello, Jack. Jack, listening to WGMD, going once. Jack, going twice. All right, let's try instead Lee, listening in Indianapolis to WXNT. Hello, Lee. Hello? Is this Lee? Hello? Hello, Lee? Can you hear me? If this is Lee, yes, we can. Oh, hey, uh, I was thinking, I've been listening to you guys, and um, how many different business businesses does our federal government run now? Like, the, Do they run the post office? The, as I understand, the post office is quasi uh, private, so they get some they get some sweetheart government deals, including rent breaks and things like that. But do they the, run Medicare? Um, I think that the, I think they give the money. Yeah, to I wouldn't the call states. it a business. I think well, that, well, what I'm getting at is everything the government tries to run as a business and to compete in the free market with. Uh, it, it, it's upside down, is it yeah. not? Oh, That's yeah. right. The, they fail. The government doesn't have any kind of market signals on how to run on something properly. Yeah, they don't know what the well, heck they're doing. I think that uh, you know that uh, the people need to decide to make our representatives up there to uh, put something in there to stop the government from trying to run a business. Because if they can't, if they can't just run one thing without it going upside down. And they keep on coming up with more ideas for other businesses to run, like this new health care thing. 
It scares the heck out of me. Well, that sure would be nice. I mean, I like your idea. I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon because the people that get elected in Washington, D.C. and the people that seek office are people that want to make laws. They want to create more government. They want to get it more involved in our lives. But sure would be nice if there was like 535 Ron Pauls in there. Thanks for the call. That's kind of a fantasy, though. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com Free Talk Live. Only moments remain, but maybe enough time for your call and your thoughts. If you are on the line now, stick with us. If you're not, you can probably get on at 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there for free. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us. Just go to shop.freetalklive.com. You'll be able to enter Amazon through our affiliate links there. You click in through one of those links, and it's like entering Amazon through our portal. It basically means that Free Talk Live gets a credit for anything that you purchase we we get a cut basically of amazon's profits so just start your shopping through shop.freetalklive.com it's the same amazon same great prices same huge selection and free super saver shipping deals of course on a lot of their brand new items so get your shopping done and feel good because you're getting what you want at a great price and you're helping free talk live by shopping through shop.freetalklive.com again that's shop.freetalklive.com coming up this summer the porcupine freedom festival it's happening as it did last year at Rogers Campground in the White Mountains of New Hampshire. The view, it's spectacular, but the people are even better. Hundreds of like-minded, liberty-oriented individuals hanging out, camping together, doing all kinds of activities. Everything from family fun to agorism in action to live bands. Karaoke, I believe, is happening again this year. And also the very popular Soapbox Idol. Free Talk Live is going to be uh, broadcasting live throughout the entire week. It's June 20th through the 26th, so it's coming up. But it's not too late to get registered. You can go to porkfest.com, get your registration in. The campsites are selling out fast. They're not sold out yet, but they are going quickly. So uh, go grab one while you still can. Go to porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. It's my understanding that the camp, there's different there's campsites, there are RV sites, there are uh, also some motel rooms. I think the motel is sold out at this point, but there are other hotels down the road. So if you really don't want to do camping, you can still probably pull off a hotel option elsewhere in Lancaster, New Hampshire. But uh, on, as far as camping is concerned, I saw a map recently, and they are starting to, like, the majority of the campsites are sold at this point. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe even the super majority. RV sites are much more available because, well, there's no shade on the, on the RV sites. So if you end up with an RV site, bring along some kind of a tent or something like that uh, just to give you something if to you sit go camping, on. you should bring a tent, yep. No, but I don't mean like a tent that you sit in, like one of those canopies, like a ah, 10 by 10 or something. Gotcha. That way you don't have to sit in your tent while you're on your, your campsite. Not to say that you're going to spend much time on your campsite. There's all kinds of things to do, uh, and it's going to be a blast. So go and learn more at porkfest.com, P-O-R-C, as in porcupine, porkfest.com. As we continue with your calls, let's try Jack one more time here, listening to WGMD in Delaware. Jack, are you with us? Hello. Hey, Jack, you're on the air. Go ahead with your thoughts. Hi. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I was thinking about the health care bill, and uh, I think that the process that produced it is inherently undemocratic and, and very badly flawed. If you took it apart, 
breaking it down into its components, I bet you none of them would have passed. But by lumping them together, legislators will vote for the lump in order to get the small part that they want. Now, you notice they brag that nobody read it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You know, I, it's funny that they, they take a process that uh, produces something so good and delicious as sausage and compare it to the process of really screwing everybody. It's really except, insulting to sausage. Yeah, it, it is. It's, um, governmental, the governmental process is absolutely an insult to sausage. Yeah, well, it is. I, I retired from government. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, saw, I saw a lot of legislation come through, and uh, the, the process... Uh, is just flawed from every aspect. But the, the only solution I could think of is if uh, there was somehow uh, some, I hate to say it, but some sort of overseer there who would break a thing down where you couldn't have uh, a 3,000-page law. Well, you know what? The, our friends over at DownsizeDC.org have something that you might find interesting. Uh, Jim Babka was on the show with us recently, just a few weeks ago, talking, and he's, he's been talking about this for a long time. The Read the Bills Act, which essentially would mandate that these political people, these politicians, would actually have to read these bills. And not only would they, they wouldn't just be able to swear to it. If this actually went through, which of course they'll never do this, right, because they don't want to read the bills. But uh, in theory, it would be a nice idea to where they would actually all have to be present for, like, to, in order to vote on the bill, they would have to be present for a full reading of the bill, an out loud reading of that bill. And if that won't keep the bills short and to the point, I don't know what will. What do you think of that? Uh, I think that would be an excellent idea. Uh, many, many years ago, I was a teacher, and uh, we taught about the omnibus bill, where we took a bill with five components, all of them objectionable to the majority, but we had a strong following for each component. Put them in one bill, and it passed many times. Well, they, all, they do the log-rolling thing where they're back-scratching and, well, if you vote for me on this bill, I'll vote for you on that bill. And then everybody exactly. gets their government program through, and we get bigger government and more intrusive government as a result. Thanks for the call and the thoughts Every day, tonight. bigger oh, and bigger. Appreciate hearing from you. Uh, let's continue here. And we go to Russell, listening to WDNG in Anniston, Alabama. Hello, Russell. Can I change the subject to foreign policy? Certainly, sir. Go ahead. I am a blogger, and I have been talking about this for the past few months, but I wonder what you guys think about a new Monroe Doctrine for the 21st century. Bring all of our troops home and basically only concern ourselves with North America, Central America, and South America. Should we really be in the business of uh, those countries, those sovereign countries in Central and South America? Well, we do have a serious drug problem with the border. Uh, between the United States, we and have Mexico. a serious drug so problem with Washington D.C. We have a prohibition problem. Right, that's what we have. We have end a prohibition. Pro- end prohibition, and your drug problem goes away because at that point you no longer will have gangs controlling drugs. Well, I understand you guys would like to go further than a Monroe Doctrine or policy, but as a first step, wouldn't it make sense? It would be a logical, easy to understand foreign policy that says we don't get involved in Europe, we don't get involved in Africa or Asia, but don't come and pick on South America, Mexico, Canada, or the United States. Well, I, and- I, I understand where you're coming from, but the fact is that it's kind of that the United States sending troops into these other countries and propping up these dictators and these, uh, uh, you know, these, these folks that are running these countries, that is just a, another – it's just – 
what we're doing around the uh, the rest of the world. So as far as I'm concerned, the, the troops shouldn't be in any sovereign country. The United States Department of Defense should be defending the country, and it shouldn't be doing that by putting boots on the ground and uh, sovereign nations all across the world or even just in the Western Hemisphere. I've got to say that I think it's better, but... You're, yeah, you're, shutting down right. 700 of the 750 bases. If yeah, you're asking fine. me if I'd like to have cancer in one of my legs or two of my legs, I'll take cancer in one of my legs. <laughs> Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk uh, quickly to Ed, listening in Tennessee. Ed, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hi, gentlemen. Hey, hey Ian. Uh, I'm going to hold off on the health care. Can All I right. tell you about a couple of things? Go quick. Maybe one. Okay, Pick one uh, thing for tonight. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, I, you ought to put on your uh, website misplaced priorities. Have you heard about that? I don't ben think so. Jealous, ben Jealous, uh, President NAACP, and Grover Norquist are going around together talking about we've got to end this incarceration of so many Americans. You know, it came down to money for him. But anyway, they're going around talking about it. You can look it up on PBS and different things. But misplaced priorities, uh, over-incarcerate, under-educate. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Right. Let's talk to Austin listening in Charleston, South Carolina, to WSCFM. Hello, Austin. Yeah, we were talking we were talking earlier about government regulation, and I agree that a lot of regulations are overstated. However, a guy brought up earlier OSHA, and I disagree with his position on OSHA. I believe that OSHA does a, a very necessary service for all industrial workers like me out there. Before OSHA really took a put a hand in everything, you know, you had a lot of deaths on job sites. And now with the OSHA regulations, although some of them might be a little stiff, you know, it's really decreased the uh, the deaths and injuries on job sites. So well, while I don't agree with... Well, what you're doing is you're, you're, you're talking about causation versus correlation here. And I would agree that um, these regulations probably have been effective. The question is, can they be more effective or are they a failure? If my wife tells me to go out and buy a, uh, a new Honda Accord and I go out and I do it and I manage to buy one and I spend $90,000 to do it, do you think she's going to call me a success or a failure? I bought the car. Right. Well, what you're suggesting, answer, please answer. What you're doing, what I don't believe that you can put that kind of a price on a human life. Right? <laughs> what, what I'm trying to tell you is this: that maybe you can save as many human lives and do it better and cheaper. Without maybe a monopoly, you can hold companies that have bad work practices. Uh, you can hold them in in court or whatever to a level that um, that is superior to what OSHA is doing, or as good as what OSHA is doing for a significantly lower rate. Right. I would prefer to not have a monopoly providing me with these certifications, whereas instead we could have the marketplace, and there could be individual, there could be different companies that are offering different levels of certifications. You also have like the ISO, International Standards Organization, that sets standards for things like manufacturing as well. And so there could very well be certified plants and manufacturing companies without OSHA. And if you don't want to work at a place that you believe to be dangerous because they haven't been certified, please don't work at that place. And thank you for the call tonight. Uh, Let's see if we can get Anthony in here from California real quick for the last 10 seconds. Anthony, go with your quick thoughts. Anthony in California? Yeah, that very very rarely works. Anyway, it's been Ian here with you. And Mark. Hello. And we'll see you. Oh, sorry, Anthony, out of time, my man. Maybe call us back uh, on Monday night. We'll see you online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend. Are you ready to explore New Hampshire, meet more than a thousand freedom-loving friends, and experience the free market in action? You can do all of these things and more at the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, 
dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. You won't want to miss speakers like Stefan Molyneux and Jane Neal Shulman, but the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011, and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use coupon code FREETALKLIVE, all one word, for 20% off.